0: Welcome to the HR Happy Hour Show, sponsored by Paychex. My name is Steve Bose. I am joined today by my friend, HR tech influencer. I, I dare say HR tech insider, kind of like the woge of HR tech, perhaps, or the Adam Schefter. George LaRock. George, how are you?
1: Steve, thanks. I'm great. Thanks for having me. It's, uh, I'm always happy to be here.
0: It's been a while since you've been on the Happy Hour Show. For a frequent guest, uh, though, probably your third or fourth appearance, if I had to guess. Yeah if you get to five george you uh you win a set of steak knives by the way excellent so, I don't know if you knew that but yeah excellent you, you'll join the join the uh the five five episode club there's a few members of that club too but uh soon you'll be one so george uh for folks maybe who haven't talked to you or uh read you in a while maybe just give us a 30 60 seconds on what you've been up to lately oh
1: well i uh cover the, the broad HR tech market at a site called WorkTech, oneworktech.com. And I what I'm known for these days is tracking all of the investment that's coming into the space. And I say these days because these days are crazy with investment. There's just, it, it's a breakneck pace that we're on. Um, so I'm looking at all of the emerging technology, looking at the startups and scale-ups, and looking at the roadmaps from the incumbent vendors and making sense of it for, for buyers and, and users of the technology. So that's, that's what I'm all about.
0: Yeah. Awesome. George, you do a great job with that. Keeping track of that investment activity, uh, it's got to be half a full-time job maybe like, uh, cause it's, it does seemingly every week there's something I feel like in the space, whether it's a, another seed round or ser, you know, series CD, whatever, you know, uh, oh, private yeah. equity diving into the space, you know, it's been a couple of IPOs the last couple of years. So yeah, a lot going on.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. I've luckily I've got technology, and uh, I've got my own little AI that I've been training to to help. Nice. But it's still, you know, I've got to vet it because our, our space, you know, HR, recruiting, talent, benefits, um, it's it's not something that most uh, generalized uh, info trackers focus on. So okay. it takes a trained eye to figure out what fits in this category. So even with the technology, and uh,
0: I, I, it does, it is a lot of work. Thanks for noticing, Steve. All right, Thank George. You. Well, I asked you to jump on today for a couple of reasons. One, just to for us to chat, which is cool. But also, uh, we want to talk a little about HR Tech Conference. Which, yes. as we record this, we're recording this on a Monday. Uh, the, the conference starts about a week from today, so we're going to turn this around really quick and get it out there. We want to do a little preview. The conference is back back in person after uh, a year of virtual events much like, well, the entire events industry really in 2020 and even into 2021 has largely been virtual, but events are starting to come back and HR tech is coming back in person in Las Vegas next week. So I've been working on it more or less all year long. So I'm super excited about it. Um, a couple of weeks ago, the, uh, maybe closer to a month ago now, the conference decided to uh, issue a COVID-19 vaccination requirement for yes. participation in the conference, which I think was the right move. And it's been reacted to very positively and favorably, at least uh, to my knowledge. Um, yep,
1: mine too. And yeah. I, I, I'll i jump right on that positive reinforcement on that. that I, I uh, was never real concerned about the conference, but that gave me an additional layer of um, assurance that uh, somebody was looking out for me.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely think, thank you, George, for saying that. I think it's the right thing to do. I was I was very much in favor of the decision. And in even better, like we've partnered with Clear, who you may know from seeing Clear technology at airports or other venues. Um, yeah. We've partnered with Clear and using the Clear app that, that's like the process by which you'll kind of uh, prove your vaccination, if you will, when you come to the show. And it's really easy to use. I know the conference has mailed out some steps to uh, uh, participants about how you do that. I figured it out. George. And I'm not super great at some of these things. I, I will admit, but yeah, I did it. I, I'm cleared. I've got my digital yep. badge now, which is pretty awesome. I think.
1: Yeah, me too. I did it. I'm probably uh, less great than you even at these things. <laughs> and I, I found it was a snap. It was a snap.
0: Yeah. So, so uh, do we wanted to mention that and make sure we get that in at the top, but uh, that's, let's get to the conference itself. George, a couple of things that I'm super excited about, and I'd love to hear some things maybe you're looking forward to as well, uh, because you've been to the conference many times and, and you know so many of the players and you know what's going on. But uh, for me, and one thing I'll mention too, right away, like our opening keynoter uh, is Abby Wambach, who you most people would know from her career as an international soccer player for the United States, a great player, probably, I'd argue the greatest female player in U.S. women's national team history. No, I'll take that back. The greatest player in U.S. national team history. She's better than all the men, too, because yeah, none of them I have agree. been any good, quite frankly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the men have accomplished basically nothing in international soccer compared to the women. So I'm going to throw that out there, too. But she's coming. She's got a great message of kind of teamwork, empowerment, inclusion. Uh, we had a call with her last week, just a little prep call, and she's raring to go. She's super excited about being at the event, about being back in person, too. Uh, I'm excited about her. Georgie, do you know much about Abby? Uh, you a soccer fan at all or just familiar with her at all? Um, I'm, you
1: know, I'm not a huge soccer fan, but I have to say, uh, you know, every world cup and Olympics, uh, I get caught up in with what the women's team, because it's way more fun than what usually goes on with the men's yeah, team. They win, which is nice. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And lately, um, you know, they, they have a, uh, there's a documentary out, um, it's called LFG and she's highlighted. She's a big part of it. Um, I'm, I am probably more excited for her keynote than I have been for any keynote in the past. It's just her, what she talks about, uh, around, uh, equity and inclusion and, yeah. um, women in the workforce. It's so timely right now. And she's a badass. I mean, yeah, she's, that's, that's she's, for sure. Great.
0: Yeah. She's great. I'm, I'm looking forward to, I'm, I'm holding up for, if anybody just watched this on zoom at some point, uh, I'm holding up Abby's book, which I'm going to bring with me. Uh, I did read it. it was It's great. I'm going to bring it with me to the conference and try to get her to sign it uh, backstage if I can. So yeah, I'm excited about that. But then just the bigger, broader picture of HR Tech, George, is... We're really, you know, coming back to the HR tech, uh, you remember, right? If you've been there in the past. So we'll have hundreds and hundreds of exhibitors, lots of startups are, George, you you follow the startup, uh, HR tech startup world pretty closely. Um, Our startup pavilion space in the expo hall is sold out. There's I think 50, maybe more startups uh, exhibiting. 33 are competing in our pitch fest George which I know you're going to play a role in. you'll be you'll be judging a lot of that pitch fest yeah Um, and I'll be hosting the finals maybe want to share a couple thoughts about kind of maybe not so much the pitch fest specifically but just kind of what's going on more generally in HR tech kind of innovation from the startup community well it's
1: it's Right now, things are moving so quickly. Um, you know, everything in tech is being impacted by uh, COVID, accelerating trends. It's being impacted by societal issues around. You know, I mentioned pay equity around the key, the keynote, but you know, big big issues around diversity inclusion that are driving a lot of innovation around employee experience, the hybrid workforce. Just so many things happening. And right now, I'm starting to see emerging technology that's really laser focused and, and was built to address these issues. Now, yeah. you know, we'll leave it to the competition to see if, um, you know, how much is there, how you yeah. know, how much substance is there. But uh, but it's been really interesting because the investment um, and the pace of companies coming to market never slowed down. We've had record quarter after quarter, surprisingly through the pandemic so I'm I'm excited to meet these um, to meet these startups and see what they what they bring to the table in in general um, you know I'm seeing um, a lot of conversational um, technology you know AI that's embedded there machine learning I'm seeing a lot of experience whether it's candidate or employee but I'm now seeing a lot of experience on the user side. So that the managers or the hiring managers, the, um, the folks that are um, that while well, we've been talking about the employees experience and the candidate experience, you know, the HR people and, and recruiters and so forth have been a little left out. They've right. got the sort of the same interface as they had before. And now we're seeing the promise of becoming more strategic and helpful um, on the back end starting to show up in product roadmaps as well. So I'm, I'm excited to see how much of that is there. And of course, I mean, there's just a litany of you know talent pipelines and all of the buzzwords that you're seeing and hearing mm-hmm. in the market. We're going to find them across the floor, but definitely in that startup pavilion.
0: Yeah, that's for sure, George. And uh, I'd even say, too, that the pace of innovation really continued. And to my view, kind of unabated throughout 2020 and into 2021, like the, the pandemic really didn't, in, in in my view, and certainly not in, from some of the investment data, George, that you compile, it didn't really slow down that much in our space. And in fact, we just released HR Tech Conference and Human Resource Executive just released our top HR products of the year list for 2021, right. which I have a hand in uh, reviewing and, and I have some input into how that, that goes. But... There was 13 winners, and I don't have to list right in front of me, but I want to say 10, maybe even 11 of them were what you'd call uh, mature companies. Let's say you know companies sure. that have yeah. been around for quite some I noticed time. That. Yeah, yeah. You're, you know, so you got your SAP in there and your 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 Workday in there, right? And your ADPs in there, right? And, and, and paychecks and Paycom, right? These are not brand new companies, but right. they're still pushing the innovation uh, engines, right? In their in their inside their companies. For a couple of reasons one because there's just demand for it it's a really super competitive market yep. but secondly they you know they react and they see innovation coming from uh, you know frisky startups right and they want to prove that they're still innovating as well oh, oh
1: yeah it, innovation doesn't just happen in uh, you know garages and uh, we work facilities right it's uh, it happens uh, everywhere and th- those larger players, uh, either command a bigger market share in, let's say, like the SMB, small businesses or middle market, or they're really the only vendors that can scale for the large enterprise, yeah. global enterprises. So those businesses um, are looking to leverage new technology, looking for more consumerized experiences and Uh, efficiencies to improve just like any other business. So uh, they, they acquire some of these startups. So, you know, it's, it's not a, it's not an us or them kind of thing. It's, it's, um, you know, a lot of these startups that are on that floor are hoping to attract some of those, those big, vendors. Oh, there's no
0: doubt. I can uh, tell yeah. some stories, uh, you know, maybe over, over a drink next week. Uh, I can tell some stories over like th- those kinds of meetings and then ultimately culminating in acquisitions <laughs> happening right. right at HR tech since the, even just in the years since I've been involved in it. So, uh, Uh, Let me take a real quick break. I'm here talking to George LaRock about the HR tech industry, the HR tech conference, which is next week. I do want to thank our friends uh, at Paychex. Once again, Paychex just released their 2021 Pulse of HR report, which sheds light on what businesses need to do right now to meet the new expectations of a workforce no longer satisfied by the status quo. The fifth annual report provides an in-depth look at how HR professionals are contributing to the success of their companies they serve during this transformative time. To learn how your peers are navigating the start of a new workplace era, you can download the report at payx.me Pulse 21. Thanks to our friends, as always, at Paychex. All right, George, so we talked a little bit about Expo, some startup stuff, Abby, of course. Uh, I have a, you know, one thing I'm looking forward to at HR Tech next week uh i saw it's all self-serving i'll say it okay. recording live the 500th episode of this podcast george the very podcast you're wow. on right now i think you're i think you're episode 498 or, I, I don't remember but the 500th <laughs> one i'm always there next, right before the big event
1: yeah right before, no that's awesome That's congratulations <laughs> that's awesome
0: yeah we're excited to do that trish and i'll be doing that we'll have some special guests we'll be doing it live uh on wednesday i think should know this, on Wednesday in, in the same place where we do the Pitch Fest, George, that, that very theater cool. okay. where, the, where the, pit, the startups do the Pitch Fest, where we'll be recording the podcast from there. We'll try to get some like beverages rolled in if we can. So um, I'm looking forward to that. But um, yeah, and then the, a couple of the other things, you know, it wouldn't be HR tech with having some of our kind of, you know, traditional slash Legendary types, though coming, and I thought that was important, honestly, for get having the event back, coming back in person to kind of tap into some of the folks that you just you come to expect, right? That you'll hear at HR Tech. Right. So I'm talking about, you know, like Josh Burson and Jason Aberbook, Marcus Buckingham will be back presenting brand new research. Stacy cool. Harris presenting yeah, I'm looking her forward research. To her yeah, yeah. St- Stacy's research, uh, her annual HR system survey is just kind of a I don't know, like a must-watch session yeah. every year at HR Tech, and she'll be sharing that. And I cite that research probably half a dozen times a year in various talks yeah. or conversations or webinars, yeah. right? Yeah. You just have to, right? And I know I've talked a lot. I I'll, 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 I'll mentioned this specifically to you, George, and you tell me what you think about it. One of the stats from last year's survey that I've used a number of times in the last year or so is like something like the average organization is running 11 different, HR technology systems across their their footprint, right? So whether yeah. it's payroll, benefits, talent, recruiting, et cetera, et cetera. And on the one hand, that seems really high. And on the other hand, it kind of doesn't. Like, like, <laughs> like I kind of see it, right? I don't know. Like, yeah. that's, that's is that something you run into a lot? Or, or people maybe- to, I do. When you have conversations with people about, hey, we really need to sign, simplify what we're doing here because 11 or 12 systems is just not, that's just not going to work any, uh, sustainably.
1: Yeah, and that, and that's the average, and you know, and yeah. Stacy's work covers the en- entire market, like all market segments. So uh, when I, you know, I've done similar research in years past, and I've had similar numbers, even bigger numbers. And at, when you first see her number or any of our numbers, you think that's a lot. But to your point, you start thinking, well, if I if I'm doing business in more, even more than one state or province or country. Okay. I might need a couple of payroll systems, and then I've got different recruiting systems and different learning systems. And yeah. all of a sudden, you, you get up into the into a dozen or even 20 or more. It's pretty easy to do that if, yeah. if the larger the enterprise. So um, it's I, I think we're moving in a direction, and I'll be curious to see what she has to say about this. Where you know we will be centered around some core platforms, but I don't see the numbers going down. I see more uh, integration being more core to having a, a a performant, a performing HR tech stack. That's yeah, that's the way I see it. But I'll be curious to, to hear. It's, it.
0: it's funny, like despite decades of investment and innovation, and just better solutions and, and better underlying core technologies that support these solutions too i do feel like like the the best of breed versus uh, uh consolidated platform discussion or yeah. debate if you will it's been the same one for i've been doing this 20 plus years like i feel yeah. like that yeah. i was having that conversation 20 years ago right
1: yeah You were, and so was (laughs) I. And yeah, and it's just, it's, um, it makes for good uh, fodder and content, I guess, but, uh, uh, but it is, it's just irrelevant. Um, It's clearly irrelevant because, you know, the platforms, um, you know, the platforms that are prevalent today, aren't the platforms that were leading the market 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, And, New platforms will emerge. New point solutions will emerge. Market, well, the market share shifts and then shifts again, and there's no yeah. shortage of innovation. Um, so i i I think it's I think we're in an integration driven world uh, yeah. for for the foreseeable
0: future. I, I think so. If I was back doing what I used to do at a couple jobs where I was kind of trying to manage HR technology for, you know. I've, Maybe a you call it mid-size, maybe. I thought the companies were kind of big. So let's let's say you had 5,000 employees, which is kind of a big company. That's not really mid-size yeah. in my point of view, right. but I agree. Like trying to manage all that and trying to get these, I spent probably I felt like I would I, be exaggerating a little bit. I feel like I I spent a third of my time on those integration points that because they were always always needing to be maintained and being updated. And yep. sometimes they wouldn't work. And and often I had to get vendors involved. Like if we couldn't, certain aspects of the integrations, we weren't all allowed, quote unquote, to handle ourselves yep. and things like that. So this is a number of years ago, but still like I felt like that's all we did was, was we just wasted so much energy and so many cycles around integration points when I think if we were just doing X process in the same platform that was our core HR and payroll system, like I wouldn't have to worry about this you know, kind of thing. Right. And so, yeah, it's on and on and on. So, yeah. So, but you will find people who can argue both sides of that coin for sure. And make oh, a compelling case either one. George, I've talked about a few of the things I'm looking forward to. Is there anything else about HR tech that's coming up next week that maybe just it's on your list? You say, Oh, I'm looking forward to this. This will be cool. Yeah.
1: Well, you hit a couple, you hit Amy, uh, Amy Wombeck's keynote and Stacy's session. Um, I'm also, I've got to give a shout out to Madeline Lorano, and she's done some incredible research this year around talent acquisition. I know she's got two sessions: one focused on um, maximizing the ATS, and uh, the other in filling the talent acquisition pipeline with mm-hmm. uh, with tech, via technology. And I think uh, I'm, I'm excited to hear her latest research. It's been it's been stellar this year. And the other thing, Steve, I mean, I could cherry pick a few sessions, but um, it's, I'm, it's been a long time since I've been to a live event. So I'm just, ex- I'm excited to see you in person. And there you not go. Via Zoom well, that and is exciting, else. George.
0: There's no doubt. Yeah. 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 And I, <laughs> I do appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I, I, me uh, too. <laughs> I haven't done that in a while. Yeah. Madeline sessions, uh, uh, HR happy hour podcast network host, Madeline Lorano, yep, good call yep. on that as well as you, George, uh, yep. Trish, of course, the co-host of this show will be doing a session, uh, with our friends at Equifax all about like fully remote onboarding, like hiring and onboarding kind of the awesome. deal. And it, yep. they have like this really cool, like amazing race kind of angle that they're putting on it because so many organizations still, right? Are, are really doing traditional processes fully remotely. And it's not just now we're, we're so into this a year and a half. It's not just the transition to a fully remote processes. It's how do we make them better? How do we optimize them? How do we have more success? How do we just, you know, meet the needs of our organizations and our employees in this digital environment. And and what can we learn? What have we learned right from the rapid shift uh, of last year to, you know, to grow and sustain, you know, better processes moving forward. So that that'll be a cool session as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that too. Yeah. It's going to be as usual, there's so much content um, and there are, spots on the agenda where you have to make Sophie's choice and decide which session you're going to go to. Yeah. That's always a challenge.
0: I would say that's over the years I've been doing this. That's probably the primary complaint I would say I get from people and I don't get it all that often, but I do get it, which is, Hey, you know, you've got, you know, Trish is presenting at the same time as Madeline, at the same time as George, at the same time as, you know, Tim and, you know, all these people that, you know, and you, you really want to see, and it, it's, it's hard and it's, uh, we, we do the best we can with it. we we actually made some different scheduling decisions this year to try to give people more opportunities to see sessions that they, that we think are going to be popular. So, uh, hopefully that'll work out, but, uh, it's going to be fun. Yeah. The in-person thing is weird. So I've done, I've talked about it on this show and I know I've talked about it on, on, on the work break video show that we do. I've made one, quote unquote, business trip since the pandemic started. I made one. I went out and visited our friends at Paycom for a couple, well, really it was just one day, but I think I spent two nights there okay. and, and was on site in their facility out in Oklahoma City. And this was probably like before the Delta variant really started kicking yeah. back in and kicking everybody in the tail. So it was still, you know, distancing and mask wearing and, 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 you know, protocols that the building was not full of people. It was uh, maybe 25% of employees were on site on any given day, something like that. I don't remember exactly, okay. but, uh, but, and that was even weird, you know, like just being in an office again. So, yeah, I think, I think that whole, we're back in person in front of a crowd and, and, and kind of thing, it will be fun, but also just, yeah, I, we used to do this couple times a month, right? For for yeah. a long time. Yeah. And uh, now getting back out there is going to be kind of interesting. I hope I don't screw up like when I walk out on the stage that first morning. <laughs> oh, I, you'll be well prepared
1: as usual. <laughs> and uh, uh, I'm looking forward to, to that, to being there to see it.
0: So. Yeah. They'll, it's going to be fun. We've got a few, uh, there'll be some, and you know, HR tech has always been, I think maybe it'll be a little toned down this year. HR tech was also known as a, as a good social event. There was always lots of dinners yeah. and happy hours and parties and et cetera, et cetera. And now I decline George, just about every invite I get because I can't, I can't be out oh. at night at HR tech. Yeah, I'm you're... too tired. I'm exhausted at the end of the day. I've got yeah. to get up really, really early. Like in like, like, uh, you know, I'm not not I'm not trying to play the tiny violin for me, but I'm probably you know I'm probably. a.m. is probably my my normal show up at the show time in the morning so uh, to to get ready for the day. So I I, I usually avoid them. But I think since it's Vegas and I think since there'll be a lot of people sort of gathering who have not seen each other, as you said, George, who have not seen each other in person in a really long time. And the HR tech community has that kind of family feel to it to some extent, I think, particularly amongst folks like you and me and Trish and Madeline, kind of the people who've been the industry analysts and experts and influencers who've been around for a really long time. So I do think there'll be some element of of people are just going to be really, really excited to get back together. Even if it's like an informal, oh, boom, it's five o'clock, let's go meet over here and have a drink together kind of thing. Yeah,
1: it's going to be a lot of fun. And um, yeah, I've seen you at the show many years and you are uh, not only there before everyone, but you're on a mission the entire day. You're just... You've got that, that focused look in your eye
0: um, every minute. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> all the whole time. I, I, I know. And I'm thinking about it, like, I, you know, since it's been a year since we've done it right in person, and I'm thinking it's like, I'm like, I'm less than a week away. I'm flying in like four, five days, I think uh, to head out there and, I'm not sure I'm mentally ready. I got to like, I got to get my, get my act together a little bit. Plus I have like a whole bunch. I, I, I crazily scheduled some things for this week that I shouldn't have done. So a um, uh, lot going on though this week. But uh, since there is a lot going on this week and since we're both prepping for HR tech as well as some other things this week, I will- Uh, let you go, George. Two things I want to say first. First, we HR Tech Conference, of course, hrtechconference.com for all the information, more details about everything George and I have been talking about. You can still register and it's still not too late. Come out and join us in Vegas. Go to hrtechconference.com for all that information. George, where can people uh, find you and your work uh, that you've been talking about as well?
1: At oneworktech.com. You can use the number one or spell it out, whichever you prefer. Nice. Get so, you, to the same you did, place. You did, yep. you did oh, the maneuver yeah. where yep. you got
0: them both. I like yep. that. Oneworktech.com. Yep. We'll link that in the show notes as well. You can find George on LinkedIn, Twitter, everywhere else, probably. Oh, of course. Yep. TikTok. Probably a big TikToker, George, I imagine. Probably. No, big but my that. daughter is.
1: So mm-hmm. uh, okay. I'm familiar with it.
0: I Trish, <laughs> Trish told me that we were going to try to get the. Um, the, the chief security officer or information security officer, I don't remember his exact title, of TikTok, um, oh. is a guy who used to work for ADP. Who was like the chief data officer oh, at ADP. Okay. And we, we had him on the show back when in his ADP days, we were talking about uh, HR data and payroll data security. He's a really good nice. guest. So now he's the guy running sec- information security for TikTok. We are efforting to get him on the show. And I told Trish if we do get him to come on back on the show that I would officially launch my TikTok account. So I'm waiting for that. Excellent. <laughs> all right. I'll see what I can do to help
1: make that happen.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll have to get that done. All right, George. Uh, for George Rock, my name's Steve Fos. Uh, thank you so much uh, for joining us today. A little quick HR Tech Conference preview. Thanks to our friends at Paychex, of course, for all their support. Go to payx.me slash Pulse 21 to learn more about their Pulse of HR report. And uh, if you see me out at HR Tech or George, just come up and say hi. No, no, no handshaking or hugging though. I'm ruling that out, but a little fist bump, maybe a little high five. I may high five, maybe. I don't don't know. I don't think Uh, about that. The elbow. Yeah, little elbow tap. So uh, awesome. Hope to see many out there. Thanks so much for listening to the HR Happy Hour Show. We will see you next time and bye for now.